Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and let's ask the Lord to speak to our hearts this morning, this afternoon. Thank you, Father, for this great opportunity. Father, thank you for your blessing that you give to us today. We are grateful and we are thankful. Now, the Holy Spirit is going to speak to us. He's going to lead us. Father, we thank you. Shandola Makapara Manda Shandola Baba. We are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Pando Katama Bashondelema Paramanandalaba. We are grateful for this opportunity that we have in you to serve you, to love you, to follow you. Lead us by the mighty Holy Spirit. thanksgiving and everyone said amen god bless you you may be seated turn with me to luke chapter 19 what shall i achieve next what shall i achieve next now a certain noble man went into a far country. Verse 12. Right? And to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. What shall I achieve next? And he called his servants all right? He called his servants. And delivered them 10 pounds. 10 pounds. And said unto them, Occupy till I come. Hallelujah. I want to welcome those on Facebook. I see you. YouTube. I see you. Twitter, I see you. About 1,000 extra people. God bless you. Those who are in cars, come in, tune in and listen because by the time you come, I don't know if we'll still be here. The church service starts at 12 and ends by 5. But people don't believe us. Amen. Now, this is a famous story by Jesus. And in this story, 
he said he called a certain noble man went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return so the noble man has something great to do do you see he had something great to do so he called ten servants and we are the ten servants and the noble man is Jesus and delivered unto them ten pounds everybody had the same thing in this story and he said unto them occupy till I come occupy till I come now this is a story I don't usually talk about but it means occupy is from a long Greek word pragma to your mahi <laughs> but it means to busy yourself busy yourself make yourself busy make yourself busy till I come alright make yourself busy till I come or it means to be occupied in anything or to carry on a business till I come Verse 14. A, a very strange, it's a strange story. This is the reason why I haven't talked much about it. But I feel that there's a great revelation for my whole life in this story. Yes, that's how I feel. I feel as if Jesus was standing here and wanted to speak to me, to advise me. He would speak from this story to advise me. How many feel that if Jesus was standing and wanted to advise you, he would also speak to you from this story? Why wouldn't you think so? Huh? You must think so. Then he says, but his citizens hated him, which is strange. These are not the servants. These are the citizens. His citizens hated him, not the servants. The ten servants who were given the work didn't hate him. But the citizens hated him. And sent him a message after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. Wow. Now, you should have been one of the servants working and you would not have been engulfed by hatred. You would not have been taken over by hatred. Because the servants who were given something to do, you know, they, they, they had something to do, but the citizens, the idle people who were not, who, who didn't have something to busy themselves with, develop hatred. And true it is. Those of you who are happy to have people 
around, you know, who have nothing doing. You should be afraid. Me, I am afraid of people working who don't have much to do. Those are the people that develop hatred. Hmm? Anyway. And it came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, that he commanded these servants to be called unto him, whom he had given the money, that he might know how much everyone had gained by trading. Now, the word trading is even longer than the word occupy. It is the same word but with the word dire added to it. So it's dire pragma tohumai. Which means to thoroughly occupy yourself. Thoroughly. So he, he called the people to see those who had thoroughly occupied themselves with busyness. What a blessing. How many feel that Jesus is speaking to you personally? Somebody watching on YouTube, Facebook, whatever, you are, God is speaking to you personally. Yes. He called to see those who have thoroughly occupied themselves with uh, business. His business. And uh, the first came and said, Thy pound has gained ten pounds. Everybody clap for this guy. Thy pound has gained ten pounds. Wow. And he said unto him, Well, well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have thou authority over ten cities. Ten pounds become ten cities. Listen. Expect God's reward. When God starts to reward you, eh, there is almost no correlation between the work you do and the things he will do for you. Ten cities? Because you were doing something with one pound. Now, think of what is one pound and ten cities. You see, you would have thought that oh, he would have given him 10% of the work, or maybe 20%. Oh, take two pounds for yourself. No, I, I'm giving you 10 cities. Everything in those 10 cities is under you. Can you imagine how many pounds are in each city? Expect God, a reward from God himself. Don't, don't look to man to reward you. God, God, God's reward is far more. Many people that I have been good to in this life, in this world, cannot pay me back. Most people cannot pay me. Most people cannot pay you if you are good to people. They can't even... The people who need your goodness, they, they don't have anything to give you back. But God has a lot that he can reward you with. 
that is not related even to what goodness you are doing for someone. So expect a reward from God. Amen. Amen. One time I was watching some people, you know. I don't know if they have it now. Do you still use a model marriage for the marriage counsel? You know, I was watching some couple, they were holding their model marriage. I didn't know who they were. They had gone for counseling and so on. And I thought to myself, these people, do they know that I, I wrote that book for them? So they don't know. They don't say thank you. They don't, nothing. Do you get it? But the Holy Spirit whispered me that, listen, the reward for every good thing that you have done is from him. It's not from this couple that are being blessed in whatever. Yes. Are you there or you have gone to Kumasi? Are you in Kumasi or you are here? Do you know Kumasi? It's a city in Ghana. Yes. Then the second came and said, Lord, thy pound has gained five pounds. Clap for him. Clap for him. You know, anytime you are busy in God's house, one of the things you see is that the thing that he seems to have given you almost as a gift, it gets bigger in your hand. You see, the, the work of God is such that when you work with what you have, after some time, you seem to be more gifted. You see, the pound is the gift. So how do you increase the gift? You increase the gift by working with the gift. Then after a while, people feel that you seem to be more anointed or even more anointed than this other person. But it's not that you are more anointed, but the gift multiplies and becomes five. It becomes ten. And those who do nothing, let's watch and see. Then another came and said, Lord, here is thy pound. Hmm? Which I have kept laid up in a napkin. I've kept what? Laid up in a napkin. How many are shocked at the guy? Like, Charlie, you are really shocked. I mean, Charlie, how can you do this? Now, I want you to please find for me in He That Hath, chapter 4, causes of intractable poverty. And you see that they are all in the napkin. They are all in the napkin. Now, what are the causes of intractable poverty? I want all my children to know this. You know, I'm meeting people because, you see, one day, one, day one of the UD bishops, he called one of his sons who is in first love. And he saw that his son, who ends thousand CDs or thousand two or whatever 
was building a house. And he told him, he said, this is, Bishop told us all these things. We, should be, we didn't do them. We didn't believe. You are a small boy. You are building a house. Look at where you've reached. God bless you. Do it. This is the right thing. You know, I want you, those of us who are listening, believe the things. You see small, small boys. All the young children who have followed around, they are all building houses everywhere. Some are even building the second house with faith and small, 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 small. People don't believe it. The nations that are built in Europe, when you go and you drive on the street, the capital cities, the house on your left and on your right, minimum of four stories, in the high streets of London, Paris, this, that, Moscow, minimum four stories, five stories, in rows and rows. There's nothing, I mean, you see a small boy's quarter with a, you can see the roof blue, the roof is red. You don't see roofs. Nobody have roofs, but you don't see the roofs. These nations were not built with a loan from here and a loan from The banks which are giving the loans and the World Bank and whatnot, even the United Nations was formed in 1945 after the, first world, after the Second World War. That is when they formed the UN. America was not developed or Europe. That's why when you go, you see that. That's why it's historical. You see the palaces. Buckingham Palace was somebody's house. It was a private man's house and then they bought it. Yes. And then expanded it and made it to the palace that you are seeing. It wasn't bought by just collecting lawyers. Small, 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 building one by one. People don't believe these things. Our country will never be built with looms and gifts and whatever. Year after year after year after year after year after year. It will never be. No, 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 no. That's why you keep on hearing more invented words. Invented financial words. They have to make the words to explain the convolutions of things that are going on. For me, that's why I like science. You know, art students, me, I feel that they, they are quite dangerous. You see them all over the place mentioning words. You know, in science, what is this? Number one is this. Number two is this. Number three. Art students, they'll say, discuss, expatiate, whatever. What are the pros and cons? I mean, how can you pass an exam with the discussions? Anyway, no comment. My wife is an art student too, so. <laughs> I'm surrounded by art students. All right. Now, where were we before I deviated? What are we talking about? Chapter 4, the napkin. I'm sure they found it by now. Put it up. Chapter 4, he that had. The causes of intractable poverty. Okay. Number one is, and I want you to learn these things and believe it, lack of knowledge. Lack of good skills. And laziness. Which is defined as, I'm surprised they've not found it by now, the person who is not yet in church. 
And writing exams. Okay. All right. I hear the verse is writing exams, so please. Don't be angry, eh? The verse is writing exams. It's a science, it's a science student who's writing exams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. So, number one, everybody write it. Causes of poverty. That means that, you see, now, listen, everybody look at me. So, now, this guy is going to say, eh, why is it that you have ten, ten cities and so on? The man likes you, and it's because you are, you, are, you are from his tribe. It's because you are from whatever. That is why he likes you, and you are a favorite, and that's why I don't have any. Oh. It's not true. You are the only one who found a napkin. To wrap the gift so that the gift sleeps whilst you also sleep. And then later on, you will be saying that he's the favorite. That's why he has 10 authority over 10 cities. That means that all the cars, the harbor, he can confiscate all the cars at the, har- at the harbor of 10 cities and use them as his personal cars and use them as Ubers. And tangos and yangos. Wow. All the hotels, all the houses, all the citizens, everybody will come and pay for their land certificate. They will pay a percentage to him for their signatures. Is that not what happens when you have authority over an area? They have to see you for you to sign their land papers. Wow, amazing. And you are jealous. You wrapped your thing in a napkin. I was going to say you wrapped in a pancake. You wrapped it in a napkin. <laughs> Paper napkin and left your talent there. Look at the causes of poverty. Yes, sauce, F-A-O. All of you believe it. Lack of knowledge. That's why we will teach you. The knowledge of how to build. Knowledge of building. And then the skill, number two. The lack of good skills. Look at it. Read number one. Can you read number one on the screen? Causes of intractable poverty is explained by a lack of knowledge and then a lack of good skills in conjunction with laziness. This statement is a profound statement. You have to keep it in your head all the time. Lack of knowledge, lack of good skills, the skill of working, do you see? And then laziness, all right? Now, number two, intractable poverty is most notably, most notably, notably caused, are you reading number two? I hope you are reading, please. I hope you are not sending a WhatsApp now. Then you send a WhatsApp when I'm preaching, then you lack knowledge after we finish. Look at number two. Intractable poverty is most notably caused by laziness, which is one characterized by, number one, a low interest in a good life. Why should I be over 10 cities? How will it help me? I don't need 10 cities. I don't need... I'm okay in my life as it is. Yes. 
beginning from today. And I want you to be interested in a good life. Be interested in a good marriage. Receive it. Be interested in the honeymoon that are repeated. Repeat. Repeat. Rewind. Repeat. We are, we are now looking at mature honeymoons. You know, during the elections, during the elections, some MPs, there were some there was a seat. They were challenging some results somewhere in Accra. And then a lady was brought on the news. And she was talking. She was saying that, listen, this is a mature seat. That guy, I don't know who he was, but some guy said, this is a mature seat. He cannot win this seat. It's a mature seat. I don't want to mention the seat, but somewhere around. I don't know if it's even our seat. And I said, this is a mature seat. Huh? Mature honeymoons. You see people with walking sticks going for honeymoon. You turn and say, What are you doing here, sir? We have been married for 50 years. We are on honeymoon still. Receive it. Oh, yes. You go for honeymoon with your children. This is what we call mature honeymoon. It's a mature seat. Amen. Please, let's finish. Oh. Somebody's got to be crazy. Please put it back on the left side. Number two, low interest in a good life. Passivity. Please, let me check the meaning of passive. I will be faster than these guys. What is it meaning to be passive? Passive. Hey. What is passive? Apathetic. Asleep. Taking no action. Taking no action. Huh? Without producing. Yes. Hmm. Not active, but acted upon. Receiving or enduring without either active sympathy or active emotion, excitement. Without emotion. Without emotion or excitement. They've given you one pound. And what do I, what do, I do with it? Busy. Designating certain morbid conditions. I don't think this man is saying the right thing. Please, I'll remove it, please. Not active. Tell your neighbor, not active. Not active. Yeah. Mine says docile. Flat. 
flat. You are just flat. I love you. Me too. I like you. Thank you. Baby, I've missed you. Yes, by the grace. By the grace. I love you, darling. It is well. It is well. We give glory to God. It is well. No, 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 no. Flat. Flat. Let me tell you that love is a gift. If someone says, I love you, she says, Me too, me too. I really like you. The other day, I saw a bride holding her beloved. She held her hand like this. And she went, up till today, the picture is in my head. I said, she really likes him. She held him as a prized possession. I said, this is too wonderful. It's too wonderful. So God has given you his one gift. You, you've gone to wrap it in a napkin. Indifferent. Going through motions. I want to, I want to love you. So what shall I do? What, what shall I do? If you please tell me what, whatever I should do, then I will do it so that you can love me. Hmm. Motionless, motionless, phlegmatic. This is a dictionary. I didn't write the dictionary. Quiet, receptive, resigned, sleepy, static, stolid, hey! uninvolved, unassertive, unflappable, unresisting. Please, back to napkin. Go back to chapter 4. Chapter 4, please. Chapter 4, please. All right. Passivity. A lack of motivation. An initiative. A low intellect. Eh? It's not working. As your neighbor had the screws uh, tightened in there. Screws. Uh, you are not getting it. You are not getting it. You are not getting it. Then number E. Look, and I want you to read point number two. He said, intractable poverty eh, is most notably. They want to emphasize that the main thing is this thing. That is why the Bible says, Occupy till I come. That's the word busy. Make yourself busy. And everything in this poverty is the opposite of make yourself busy. Dependent. So I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for IMF. I'm waiting for World Bank. I'm waiting for France. I'm waiting for China. I'm waiting for. Eh? Where? 
Germany. I'm waiting for my uncle. Beautiful. Next one is what? Reliance on assistance from others. Lack of life skills to plan and organize their life. And bad training. So as you are here, receive good training. Listen, it's not only your biological home which is your home. Church is also a home. How many realize that sometimes church is even more of a home? And some of the things that are said in church are more practical things for you than even home. True or not true? Beautiful. Thank the Lord. Amen. Now back to what are we talking about? Luke chapter 19. All right. And another came and said, here is thy pound. I laid it up in a napkin. In what I didn't work at all. For I feared thee. That he was now going to add, you see, accusations. You are now going to accuse. He says, for I feared thee because there thou art an austere man. And thou takest up that thou layest not down. And reapest that thou didst not sow. I will talk with you about austere if we have time. Austere is, 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 a, is a bad and a good word. Then he said unto him, Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest that I was an austere man. That is an austere man. Uh, taking up that I laid not down and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore then gavest thou not my money to the bank that at my coming I shall receive my own with usury. Aha. Uh-huh. Then he said unto him, Take from him the pound and give it to him that hath ten pounds. He's going to have eleven pounds and ten cities. He's going to have how much? And 10 cities. 11 pounds and 10 cities. 11 pounds and 10 cities. Do you see how wealth, you see, the gaps are so high, so wide. Yes. Somebody is having zero. Amazing. Yes. And they said unto him, Lord, he had 10 pounds. That's 25. Lord, how can you give this man one pound? He has 10 pounds. He's rich already. You can't give this one pound to this man. That's how wealth is. Now, beginning from today, eh, you are not going to be caught in that mistake. Yes. But I want you to see the end of this story. And he said, 
For I say unto you, everyone that has, which has, shall be given more. And from him that has not, even that which he has, shall be taken away from him. This is one of the places where this scripture was applied. All right? And verse 27. Now he comes to the people who hated him. He says, but those my enemies, which will not that I should reign, I should be their leader. They, their, their judgment is different. Bring them and kill them all. Because they are murderers. All right? Now, what shall I achieve next? You see, one of the duties of a government, I, I don't know if it's the duty of a government, but I always hear people say, job, uh, is it employment? Uh, yeah, they say unemployment level or rates. Yes, youth unemployment, unemployment. So one of their things is to create something for people to do. Because when people don't have anything to do, that's when you have a lot of armed robbery and crime. I once went to a country in Africa whose name begins with one of the alphabets. And they told me that unemployment is 90%. 90%. Yes. In West Africa, 90%. Yes. 90% of the people have, have nothing to do. No, it's serious. And we have, even in Ghana, unemployed graduates association. Like graduates of the university who don't have jobs. And they form an association. Yes. So what, I, what shall I achieve next? What I shall achieve next is the ability to be occupied, to be busy. To be busy in God. Occupy. To be busy. You see, uh, if I look at the ministry, the church work. You can be very busy or very not busy. And that really seems to depend on you. How busy are you? Occupy. To busy oneself. And you see, that depends on your internal engines. I have created so much work for myself that I myself started to beg for myself. That if I can just be excused for just this one moment. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. And it seems that it depends on you. It seems to really depend on you. Because everything, you, you can be so busy. You see this year, for instance, we haven't had any concert. We are getting into September. Because we have been so busy. To make music is work. 
Making melodies in, in your heart to the Lord. That's it. We have to make melodies. It has to be made. It doesn't just come. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work. Yes. It just doesn't just happen. Just come out of the blue or whatever. Yes. So you see, everything you are doing, as a lay person, we have three levels now. A lay, ma, lay person, a, a lay pastor, a Pauline pastor, and full-time pastor. We have these three ranks in first love. Yes. Lay pastor, Pauline pastor, and then uh, uh, full-time. You know what's a Pauline? Pauline is like Paul. Yes, he's, he's just doing the tents and all those things. But really, really, when we know Paul, have we ever tried to get his design for making tents? His real life is the ministry. It is his, it is his ministry that we are benefiting, not his tent, whatever. The tent, it was just to help him to do his ministry. Yes. Yes. Are you listening? How busy are you? You can become so busy in anything. When we started shepherding, shepherding, having shepherds, having pastors, looking after people, it becomes, if you start, if you give yourself to it, the busyness becomes so much that you start to beg. I beg. I beg. Allow me one day. If I can, just one day. Yes. Yes. That is why now we have what we call Celebration Saturday or Celebration Weekend. All weddings are on that day. Because it's too much. The pastors don't, cannot even rest. Not even to rest, but even to do anything else. Yes. The pastors have now learned the vows by heart. <laughs> Jelly beloved. <laughs> the side of God, the midst of this congregation to join together this man. They've led it by heart. I just want you to know that to work for God, you can be so busy. Look at the bank. Just to lend somebody money. They've built such a tall building. I don't even know what they are doing there, but I'm telling you, it is probably a very busy activity. Yes. Morning to evening. I, I, I don't know if you've noticed banks. They have several floors with glass windows. And they are inside. What are they doing? Eh? Because you just lend somebody money and go home. And you just write the receipt and keep it, file it. But they will be there for endlessly. Trading. Busy. Every job can be made very, the work of governing, government, and all the things that are, have to be corrected and done well, and you never rest. And that's why you see that when they start the presidency, they may have black hair, but by the time they finish the four years, their hair is gray. Yes. They are busy. A lot to do. 
Yeah. So I just want to, what shall I achieve? I shall achieve being busy about whatever God has placed before you. If you, you say that, it doesn't take much time, you know, it is because you are not, you are not doing that word, the Greek word is too long for me to, to, to pronounce, pragma, something, something, somotii, something, but you are not doing that, which means to make yourself busy. So you come to church once a week, you sit there, you go back and you say, church, no, church, if you do church well, not as a pastor, you will beg to be off as a lay person who is not an employed person. You will beg for, Charlie, you know something? And even when you pass by and you see the church, you just feel tired. Say, this place, let me just pass by because the work that is there, it, 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 it is like your work. Even though you are not being paid, it's another job. Yes, because you are a Pauline pastor. Yes. So Jesus said, Occupy till I come. Occupy till I come. So when we started the church, here we were in a little room. You know? And my wife was working as a lawyer in a, a firm and all that. And I, I kept encouraging her, you know, come. Let's start. Let's work. At first, she didn't want to come. Oh, yes. One day, she had an accident. Yes. She was going somewhere and accident on, on the road. After that, she said, okay. <laughs> yes. And as she came, okay, I said, start a school. Let's start a school. The school doesn't belong to her. It doesn't belong to me. It doesn't belong to our family. As I heard some people trying to make out, we're going to try to make out that we own the school. You know, you wonder what kind of creatures and what kind of hearts people have. Even if it belongs, there's nothing wrong. But it doesn't. I said, let's start a school for the church. And that, yes. And you see, make yourself busy. I'm, I'm telling you, so when you see people who say, oh, there's nothing to do, we are, we are resting in the house. You are the one who is not making yourself busy in terms of God's work. I'm telling you, if you, do, if you are a serious Christian following what Jesus says, I'm telling you, you don't have to be a pastor. You will be tired from the church. When you pass by and you see the church, you say, drive quickly. Because, Charlie, it is a workplace. Holiday time has come. Yes. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Yes. And then the school became more work. And then an, let's start an orphanage. One day I went to an orphanage and I saw children who were, um, you know, without parents and were being looked for. So let us start it. Jesus said, I was a stranger and you took me in. And let us take children and then grow them. We will let them grow up. Yes. Ah, we have so many children, even who have gone to university. Their home is our home, the home that we made for them. 
Oh, yes. And when they get beloveds and they're married, it's our wedding. Oh, yes. So, you make yourself busy. You don't say, oh, there's nothing much to do here. I was asked to do this and that. And that, that is it. You see, you can be technical. You can be technical. So, well, well, this is what I was told to do. I've done it. I've finished. You know, I don't know if I've told you that story. One day, there was a guy who came into a hotel. I don't know. I think it was somebody's private hotel. No, it wasn't any this big uh, five-star, but it was a hotel. So he came to the reception, and then he finished filling the forms. And um, they gave him his key. Your room is here. Go there. So when he turned, he saw a dog that was sleeping near. Yeah, it was in the hotel. <laughs> he saw a dog sleeping near the, by the lobby. Yes. So he asked the receptionist, is the dog, is it safe to walk here? Because the dog was just resting there. Is it safe? To, to, uh, does, he asked him, does your dog bite? Or does this, is this your dog? So he said, he said no, it doesn't. So he passed there. Then when he went there, the dog immediately attacked him. So he came back to the... He said, ah, but you said that it is safe to pass there that your dog doesn't... He said, it's not my dog. It's not my dog. This is not... My, the dog, my dog is in the house. My dog doesn't bite. This one bites. So you see, people are technical and you want to say, oh yes, I've done what I... That's your dog, but my dog doesn't bite. This one is not my dog. As it has been, it's not my dog. Now, you see, let's be serious. Because you, you can be given reasons why you finish your work. Or there's nothing to do because they told me to do this and I've done this and this and that. And so on. I've filled my form. I've done this and I've finished my work. Technically, you are right. But it's somewhere. When he asks, does your dog bite? With I mean, where is there a dog? There's a dog here. Even though it's not your dog and you don't own that dog. When you tell me that the dog doesn't bite, your dog doesn't bite. I have gone to pass that the dog has beaten me. I said, my dog doesn't bite. So those of you who have nothing to do in the house of the Lord, eh? because you say, oh, but me, I'm not a querister. Eh, but me, I live far away. Eh, but me, I don't know this. And I don't know And you like no And I know I don't do it And I want to on and on and on. You can give a lot of reasons, but Jesus knows. Yes. You know, one day I went to watch a, a movie with some friends. Do you get it? I've never watched a movie like that before in that, but I, I went because they told me I should go. So when we were going, when we went there. The movie was in another language, not in English. Do you see? And where I was, they speak English. Where the, the movie house, they speak English. I mean, the country speaks English. It was not Ghana. But in a movie, what do you call it? Cinema, theater, whatever. The man who brought us to watch the movie... He speaks and his voice is very loud. So we all sat in a row and as the movie was going, he was talking 
joking and we were listening to it because we, it, the language was not English and it was written in English under. So suddenly somebody sitting there turned around and said, please, can you keep going? You are disturbing us. And the man turned and asked, do you speak Aramaic? Do you speak the language that they are having there? You get what I'm saying? Do you speak that language? So when we speak, how does it disturb you? Because you know you are not listening. You are reading on the screen. You get what I'm saying? What I'm saying is that there are people who are very technical in their answers. And technically you are right. But you know that in reality you are wrong. Yes. Yes. They are using, you've won by technicalities. All right. Ask your neighbor, are you using technicalities? And people have a lot of arguments in their marriage with technicalities. Are you this? Did you say that? And did you say that? There are a lot of technicalities. All right. Tell somebody, I'm going to be busy. Oh, yes. I'm going to be busy. That's why at the end of our grace, put the grace up. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The communion, fellowship, contribution. Where is it? Participation. 25,000 children. Huh? Yeah, 100,000 children, which include all the important people from my life. And the first love of the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Many are called, but the youth are chosen. One member, one bus. Everybody can have a bus. And now many more, how many people have buses? Hey, you don't have buses. I'm closing. I'm going to France. Hmm. One member, one bus. Oh, yes. You know, let me tell you the work that you can busy yourself with. Let me tell you your work that you can busy yourself. You can busy yourself with preaching, praying, and ministering the word. That is the busyness. You know, sometimes I see people, we want to be as I want to be a singer for Christ. I want to be an actor for Christ. I want to be an usher for Christ. I want to be a, a dancer for Christ. Uh-huh. I want to be an airport star for Christ. But I want you to look at Acts chapter 6. And Peter said, in those days when the number of disciples was multiplied, the 12 called the multitude of disciples and said, it is not reasonable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. All right? But choose honest people who can do these things. But as for us, we will give ourselves to the ministry of the word and prayer. Now, 
One of the things you see is people want to be in the ministry and want to serve God. But in many different ways. But let me tell you something. The most basic, expandable work that we have is the ministry of the word and prayer. Which is to be a basenta leader, somebody who shares the word, somebody who preaches, and somebody who prays. That is, the, that is what is expandable. That is what is expandable endlessly. But it's not endlessly expandable to sing. Because there will be a point at which there's no space on the stage to sing. To be a drama specialist, an actor, there is up to a point. To be an airport star, there are only a number of doors we have. You get it? It's not expandable. But what is expandable endlessly and what has the capacity to continuously expand without ever being full that there is now no, you can never say that there is no space or there is no job or there is no work is the ministry of the word and prayer and the missions that God gives to us. That one is endless. Yeah, that one there will be more and more people that can do these things. That is the endless expansion. So this church can expand endlessly in that regard, but we cannot expand endlessly in the number of, let's say, secretaries or in the number of film stars or in the number of music stars or in the number... Listen to what I'm saying, please. I hope you are listening. Don't make too much fun. I'm saying, listen to what I'm saying. There's no end, there's no end to preaching and expanding. There's, I, I can move from here to another part of Accra and endlessly expand and create more, to create more jobs for more pastors and more people and more, it's endless. If only you know it. This is the work that expands endlessly. And when, when Jesus said, occupy yourself, make yourself busy, is to make yourself busy in this work. So those of you who let, you are just attending the church, you are just, it's nice. In fact, we are happy that you are attending. But we want you to know this is the way. So it's not my idea. It's not my idea to tell you to be busy. It's, it's not my idea. I didn't write the Bible. Jesus said, he says, occupy till I come. And then when he came back, he came back to see those who had gained by trading, which means the same word. It's the same pragmatomiae. It, it means who had made themselves thoroughly busy. Thoroughly busy. You see, if you look at a nation, endlessly we can build roads, accommodation, housing. There's a lot of endless jobs, do you see, that will not end and cannot easily end. So that's why sometimes when people want to build the economy, they embark on projects like that to build roads and to build this and to build bridges because it's, it's almost endless what you can build. But you can't have certain jobs, so many more of those jobs. So please let us know that God wants us to endlessly expand in his work. Amen. Then, what shall I achieve? I shall achieve this thing, to occupy. 
till he comes or to be busy. Amen. Amen. And notice that it is passivity. Passivity. Reliance on assistance from outside. That is why you are not occupied. You sit and rely on the pastor. You sit and rely on somebody to create work for you. No, 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 no. No. I was at the Kodesh and I created work. I was at Kolegono, I created work. I went to Geneva. I started a church and created a job that is working. The church in Geneva is alive after 30 years. When you see the church in Switzerland, I went to Zurich and started the church. Alive. Now more white people have joined the church. It's larger. For 30 years, there's always work to do. People to visit. People to preach to. People to encourage. Building the church is endless in its expansion. Endless. As for that work there, it's endless. When I started the church in Geneva, I taught the somebody how to play the drums. He's dead now. But I taught him how to play the drums. And I taught somebody how to play the bass guitar. And, uh, but you see, only one person can play the drums. You can't, it's not endless. It's not endless. Now, why do people not endlessly get involved? You see here, he said, I feared thee. All right. Then he said, out of thine own mouth will I judge thee. So now everybody must be careful of what you say. Be careful of what you say. Because God will judge you from your mouth. Your mouth and the things you say are going to be used against you. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 12 that out of every idle word that men shall speak, they will render account. Even your casual words that you are not serious about, you, you account for it. Matthew 12, 36. Every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. You account for your casual like, oh, but I was joking. I was, I was just joking. You know that it's when you are joking that you are serious. Many times. I know some people who joke about serious things. But you can ask the person who is being laughed at. And the person who is receiving the joke, whether it is serious to him or not. To you, you are, it's funny to you. But to him, his life is being, I mean, degraded. It's not funny to him. Yes. Now it says, out of your own mouth. Will I judge you? Ah, your comments about the work. Do you see? Because when we don't want to work, then we say things. This and that and that. One day I heard a man of God speaking a curse. You know, uh, he had an Absalom son. An Absalom is somebody who attacks his father. Yes, so he had a spiritual Absalom. 
and uh, he spoke for a period of time. And then he said, he said he will hang by his own words. His words will hang him. You see, but he had been speaking for some time and then he got into the spirit and then started to speak. And then he said he will be hung by his, he said he's an Absalom and he will be hung by his words. Now you have to be careful of the things you are saying and the things you say because your words will hang you. It says out of your mouth, it will because of the things you say and have said, whether secretly or privately. Those are the things that will hold you. Yes. And hold you back. There are people who cannot be in ministry because of what they've said about the ministry. They cannot speak. They cannot come into the ministry because of what they've said against the ministry. They cannot come back to the church because of what they've said against the church. So the words are hanging them and judging them and executing them. So you must be careful. You must love the Lord and love his work and love the opportunity that he is giving to you. Yes. Uh, make yourself busy and watch your words. Watch your words. You know, in every large congregation, there are people that are some way and that talk in a certain way. Those are the people. You have to back and avoid them. You have to not be friends with those people. You have to mark them and say, you are not be your friend again. Because your friendship with the person is going to make you, you know, to, to have a friend. Well, when somebody is your friend, it means you chat with the person, agree with a lot of, if not all, a lot of the things the person says, you agree with it. Oh, I'm wrong. For a friend, dear Charlie, you agree with a lot of the things. So when somebody is your friend or somebody says it's my friend, it means you agree with a lot of the things the person says. Yeah. So when a person's talking in some way, it means you agree with a lot of things that are some way. Yes. And the Bible is saying that, the Bible is saying that out of your own mouth will I judge you. So may you not be hanged by your words, but may you make yourself busy. So if you don't want to work, just slink away quietly into the darkness. But once you are here, don't, don't, don't sit and complain. If I'm preaching for a long time and you don't like, you don't have to come to a church where they preach for a long time. Go to a church where they preach for a short time. There are so many options. In fact, this is a church square. We now have a church across and a church on the side. And I'm sure there are some, actually there's another one on the road. And then there's other one deep down there. Hey, there's no shortage of churches. Why destroy yourself with your mouth? There are people who can't take offerings because of what they've said about offering taking. Your mouth and your words are hanging you. Yes. Unless you really humble yourself. Yes. So you've got to be careful of the things you say. Because this is your next achievement. Your next achievement is to make yourself busy. And I think I've achieved making myself busy. I'm very busy. Always having things to do. Yes. 
And, and everybody around me is busy. If you don't want to be busy, stay away. But if you get, the closer you get, the, the busier you'll be. And that is why even now we, we take holidays more seriously. Uh-huh. I believe that, that is, it, is it official? Is there a break? Tomorrow, there's a short holiday. Yes, in the church. So it's like the church, okay, we are on break now. Yes. Don't call us, we'll call you. That is what they told, that's what Saudi Arabia told Osama bin Laden. When he came, he wanted to offer, is it Saudi or one of these countries, wanted to offer them help to fight uh, whatever. And they told him, don't call us, we'll call you. So that is it. We are very busy working for the Lord. Working in the, if you are not busy, it is you who was not busy. Everybody was giving one, and others became busy. One nap, you are a napkin member. Ask your neighbor, are you a napkin member? And you look so free on Sundays. And during the week, it's like you are so relaxed. I mean, there's nothing to do. It's because you have wrapped the one pound in a napkin. Those who are really part of the church, they can't even get time to sleep. You see, even if you become a marriage counselor, if you become even a marriage counselor in the church, you'll be getting calls at midnight from couples. As a counselor, we need to speak to you. We're having an argument about our toothbrush. Oh, now the argument is whether the toothbrush should be covered or, or not because somebody has brought a picture of a wall gecko licking the toothbrush. That was left open. And it has become an argument whether we should leave the toothbrush open or we should cover it. Ask your neighbor, are you busy or you are not busy? Uh, yes. And then the Bible says that the citizens who hated him. Now, who are those who developed such dislike? They are idle people. Yes. The servants who had the gift, they were working. But the citizens, they said, they, they this man should not reign over. And a lot of hatred is like, we don't want your leadership. And me too, I don't want to lead you. I also don't want to lead you. Who says I want to lead you? I don't want to lead you. I want to lead people who love me. I don't want to leave people who hate me. So, let us... You see, when you are idle, eh, Satan comes with so many things. Where does pornography come from? Eh? Idleness. If you are working, by the time you get home, when you sit down, you sleep in the chair. But when you are idle, you'll just be resting, having erections throughout the afternoon and the evening. Huh? How does it help? Because you are just you're relaxing, you are just resting. And if you are not busy, whose fault is it? I'm asking you, if you are not busy, whose fault is it? It is your fault. You are the one who is not busy because he gave it to you and said, Make yourself busy with my small gift that I've given to you. 
Make yourself busy. Make yourself busy. Make yourself busy. Make yourself busy with the small gift that I've given you. Make yourself a busy man with the small gift that I've made myself busy. And I'm busy. Small gift that I had. Small. People even laugh at me that my preaching is not preaching. But my preaching is talking. Okay, okay, it is talking. But I've made myself very busy with my small talking, uh, what do you call it? That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. And I'm keeping on my talking. My small, my small church gift, I'm using it. That's all. That's all. Yes. Use your gift. Make yourself busy. I want you to arrest your neighbor and ask him whether he's busy or not busy. Charlie, you are not busy. Ch- tell the person, Charlie, you, you are not busy. You are one of the napkin members. You are not busy. I will sit by you again because you transmit a certain spirit to me. Everybody stand to your feet. Let's, let's pray. Neighbor, it seems you are not busy, or you look very rested in this church. Oh, Charlie, here we work, or we are tired in this church. Wow, let us pray. If you are here today, you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift your hands and let me pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you to church. You want to give your life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. Maybe someone invited you. Pastor, I want to be born again and I want to give my life to Jesus. Please help me and pray with me. I want to give my life to God. If you are here like that, lift up your hand like this. God bless you. I I see all your hands and come to me here. Come to the front here. Come to me in the front here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Clap for them as they come. Come Come, let me pray with you. the work. It always depends on you. 
It's not as though there is something prescribed somewhere, but it is you who can achieve. So when I say, what shall I achieve next? I shall achieve busyness in the house of the Lord and busyness for the Lord. There is no job, whether music, whether singing, whether new combat, whatever, what shall I achieve? I can achieve the greatest form of busyness in the small thing that I have been given, my small gift. Lift your hands. Say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my heart to you. Please wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Please follow our pastor who is holding the follow me sign. Go this way. Go this way. God bless. Clap for them as they go. You may take your communion. Father, thank you for the Holy Communion which is presented to us. We pray for the body of Jesus to be a healing and a blessing to us all today. The body of Jesus Christ. online or physically here may you be washed completely with the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus Christ lift your hands for your blessing your two hands in the air may the two hands you've lifted up signal your 100% surrender to Jesus. May he take your two hands and lift you up from the miry clay and place your foot on the rock to stay. That saith the spirit of the Lord. For when I place you upon the rock, I place you solidly upon my work and in my house. I stabilize you and make you a palm tree that grows even in bad weather and in salty ground. Therefore, receive the grace to be planted and established on the rock of the house of the Lord and be a palm tree that even out of season and when there is no water and there's no good sand, you come forth with wonderful fruits, miracle fruits. May you a bearer of miracle fruits. May you survive and flourish even in a hostile environment. And the blessing of the Lord be upon you as you do this. The Lord bless you. The Lord give you peace. The Lord strengthen you. In the name of Jesus, let me hear your loudest amen. God bless you. You may be seated. 
God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.